When she says, I'm not ready for a relationship, what does that mean? Well, my friend, I'm sorry to tell you that it means she's not ready for a relationship with you. It does not mean that she's not ready for a relationship at all. It does not mean that she's not looking for anything serious. It's simply a polite rejection. Instead of telling you, hey, I'm not interested in you, she's choosing the politically correct and, in her opinion, less harmful option. Hey, I'm just not ready for a relationship. Hoping that you're going to get the signal, that you're going to get it, which oftentimes men don't. Most men, when they hear that, come to me, they come into my Instagram DM and they ask me, David, how can I get her? How can I get this woman who told me that she's not ready to be in a relationship with me to get to be ready to be in a relationship with me? They try to convince her. And what you have to understand is this is not some weird pickup artistry. This is not about trying to convince women to be with you who are clearly not interested in you. The fastest way to achieve unhappiness in life is to try to convince people to be a part of your life who are evidently not interested. Now, you may have fantasized about being with that woman. You may have pictured yourself on holidays in Spain, in Hawaii, in Alaska. Maybe you pictured yourself moving in together, having a couple of ginger babies running around the house. You fantasized about a potential future with her and now it all came crashing down. Maybe you haven't gone on a date with her, maybe you've gone on a couple of dates with her and you messed it up with a lack of communication skills or by simply yeah, discovering that there is a lack of compatibility because remember, that's the only two reasons you'll ever get rejected. Either because of a lack of compatibility, in other words, she's just not interested in you, that's fine, or because you messed it up and you didn't behave in a way a high-value man would in order to attract her. So stop casting pearls before swine, as Jordan Peterson would say. Just like in life, when you're trying to give people advice and they just won't listen, stop offering yourself to people or women who clearly aren't interested in you because you're actively harming your self-esteem. You are destroying your self-esteem by running after people and severely disrespecting yourself. Don't do it. You're not supposed to try to convince somebody to be with you who's not interested in you. What you're supposed to do is you're supposed to learn the psychology of attraction. You're supposed to improve your communication skills in order to increase the probability that a woman where there's already a high degree of natural compatibility will get interested and excited about you. It's a different target market. Little sales analogy. If you happen to be negotiating a deal, for example, I used to work for a big tech company selling software. And if you have a very thin pipeline, in other words, there's only one or two or maybe three deals this month that may come in, but management expects you to have a much higher closing rate than what you've currently forecasted, and then you're in the final negotiation stages with the key decision makers, the head of whatever, and maybe a couple of C-suite 
people in there, then you're going to negotiate from a position of weakness. Let's say they come to you and they say, ah, I know you said the minimum contract duration is going to be three years, but we really only want to do one, but we want to pay the exact same amount per month or per year. Now, if I was needy, and if my pipeline was thin, if I didn't have a lot of options available, I'd say, yeah, yeah, no problem. Then I'd walk into my manager's office and he'd tell me, David, what the hell are you doing? Why are you giving them these amazing terms if they're not even committing to a three or five year contract with us? And I said, well, don't you want me to close revenue? Don't you want me to bring in revenue this month? And he's like, yeah. But you can do so coming from a stronger negotiating position and they're just playing the game at that stage because if you have a perfect methodology for how to move these big tech clients or prospects down the funnel, then you've gone through initial qualification, you've done presentations, they've already agreed they have the budget. So at that stage, they're pretty much mentally bought in. It's just the final stages. They're just playing the game. But if you don't understand that they're just playing the game because you're mentally not able to understand it's a game because there's so much adrenaline and anxiety in you because you're needy, because you feel like you need that deal, then you're much more likely to give them favorable terms without asking for anything in return because that's what negotiation is. Sometimes it's about offering something and asking for something in return. Other times it's simply about expanding the pie, as they say, and creating win-wins by looking at options people haven't discovered before, in other words, thinking outside of the box. But for you to get the most out of it for yourself, for you to be the most grounded version in yourself, you have to come from a strong negotiating position. Yes, you can mentally assume a degree of abundance, and that's absolutely true and essential in the beginning stages, but the best way to actually have an abundance mindset is to have actual abundance, to have a big fat pipe. I believe John Barrow, something along the lines. That's his name, something along the lines. He's a B2B sales trainer. He's amazing. Barrows, something like that. Anyway, <laughs> sorry if I'm butchering the name. He's a fantastic sales trainer for B2B tech companies. And he always said, a big fat pipe cures everything. And you see that. The sales reps in the big tech companies who had the most amount of deals, sometimes because they did so much proactive outbounding, in other words, cold calling or cold emails, or more often than not, because they had a strong uh, flow of inbound leads, they were the most confident ones. They were walking around the office, getting a triple espresso, joking with the managers. They're in a really high vibration energy state, and they're really proud and they're a source of positivity. Some were arrogant dicks and fuck them, but a lot of them were in a really positive state and you could see that they were enjoying life. Now, some people hated on them, especially the ones who are at the bottom of the dashboard, but they, they were exuberating. They were exhibiting much higher levels of energy and thereby they were a lot more attractive for the new customers who are the new prospects with whom they're entering negotiations at that point in time. So, <clears throat> You need a big fat pipe. If you want to have an amazing girlfriend or life partner or wife, the best way to get there is to have a variety of high quality options to choose from. If you think that you can find an eight and a half or nine out of 10 relationship by simply stumbling upon that person, you're wrong. 
It's not going to happen. The probability that it's going to happen is basically zero. It's basically zero. So what you need to do, just like people do in sales, you need to create options for yourself. You need to use online dating. You need to use uh, real life approaches in the gym, in the golf club, in the yacht club. You need to meet women in shopping centers. If you happen to like bars and nightclubs, you can absolutely go there. You need to develop the skill set of acquiring options, then qualifying them, and then seeing which one of those is the best possible one for you to actually build a life with, whether you want to have children or whether you just want to have somebody that you can enjoy your well-earned life with. So, coming back full circle, for you to not be needy in the beginning, you have to assume an abundance mindset without actually having it, because that's probably what you're asking right now. Well, David, in order to get abundance, I have to have an abundance mindset, so how the hell does that work? Well, you just assume it. You assume a degree of abundance. Now, it's not fake until you make it. The only thing that'll ever produce real certainty within you, in other words, confidence, in other words... That abundance mindset is truth. And even if you don't have a variety of dates right now, which is the single best way to be coming from a strong negotiating position when you're on the date, even though the best way is to have a lot of options available, you can also simply understand that you don't need anything from that particular individual that you're on a date with. Let's say you're on a date with an amazingly attractive woman. Or let's say you approach her in a shopping mall or in your gym. A lot of men, if they haven't had a lot of dates, let's say you have one date a month or something over the last six months, maybe less, maybe a little bit more, maybe less. Anyway, you're not having high quality options. And then you talk to this lady who's very physically attractive to find out if she also has an amazing personality to give her the chance to apply for the position of the girlfriend or life partner. You may actually come from a place of extreme neediness and it's going to come across in your vibe. Unless you understand that you don't need anything. The less you need from people, the more attractive you are. And that's something you have to understand in the initial stages. While you're still building that big fat pipe, you're creating those options for yourself in the beginning to eventually then a couple of months later choose that best person from. In those beginning stages, you have to have a rock solid mindset. You have to eliminate 80, 90 blind spots that are currently humming around in your unconscious or even in your conscious. And you have to approach the situation from the most grounded position you could possibly come from. And one of the most important thoughts for you to assume is to know that you want her, but you don't need her. And that's true. Because if you know that you have a process that works, and if you want to learn more about that in detail, simply apply for a free initial consultation call. If you know you have a process that works, it doesn't matter what happens with this individual, but you know that eventually, in a week or two or three, you're going to have an amazing date. It happens because the process and the system is there. Because you know, okay, I'm meeting this many women per week. From real life interactions, I'm meeting this many women from Bumble, Hinge, Tinder, Match.com, Facebook dating. Because you have optimized your online dating profiles. You've studied how to get the most amount of reach on these platforms. How to behave. Which premium features to use. Which not to use. You've mastered texting. So you know the process works. So when you're approaching one person, you can really just walk up there and offer positivity. You can say, hey, excuse me two seconds. 
I saw you and you're really cute or you really have amazing posture or that tattoo is pretty spectacular. I had to come meet you. My name is David. Who are you? And then you move the conversation forward and then you build attraction and then you do all the right things. You use storytelling, you use humor, you do all the good things. But it comes from a place of, yeah, abundance, being enough. It's a very spiritual personal development concept. This idea that you are already enough. And on the one hand, obviously, I want to improve myself as an ambitious man, as a successful man. You'll always have the feeling, oh, it's never enough. There's always more to be achieved. At the same time, with women, you should come from a place of being almost delusional confidence. Not delusional confidence. It should be grounded in truth and an actual value and an actual achievement and an actual daily discipline. In other words, you're proud of all these actual things. At the same time, almost a degree of delusional and exaggerated confidence. Women love that. But what most men do, when a woman comes and tells them, oh, I'm not ready to be in a relationship, they say, um, no worries, we can just be friends. And then you're lying to her. You're trying to find one or the other sneaky way to get her to be with you. She's not interested in a friendship with you. She's genuinely not. She wants you to show up as your most attractive self. And some women are not going to be into you, and that's fine. You're always going to respect their space. But if somebody's not into you, you simply remind yourself, I need nothing, nothing from this particular individual, so I don't care what happens at all. I'm here on the date to give her the chance to apply for the position of the girlfriend, life partner, or wife. Now, some might say, David, this is very arrogant, German, one might say. Is it arrogant or is it confident? She's beautiful. Let's see if our personalities match. Let's see if we have a degree of compatibility. Let's see. She's super beautiful, but beauty is common. Let's move things forward. And the more you know that you need nothing from the other person, the more attractive you're going to come across. And if you want me to help you in detail with that process, with the systematic side, getting more dates with the right kind of women, move things forward, set up the relationship in a way where you can have somebody on eye level that you respect, somebody who's actually interested in you, not this politically correct nonsense, but the truth, what men and women actually react to, and simply apply for a free initial consultation call with the link underneath this video. I'm looking forward to speaking with you very soon. Wish you all the best.